Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi there, and welcome to the Explaining History podcast. And today I want to talk about the period of American history from 1974 to about 1980, which was uh, a period of growing political disengagement and disenchantment. Um, The uh, period after the Watergate scandal, following the resignation of Richard Nixon, and also a period of uh, economic turmoil um, as America struggled with the aftershocks of the oil crisis and also the end of um, America's uh, monopoly on uh, economic um, hegemony in the the post-war era. Um, Germany and Japan particularly had become net importers into the USA and the Vietnam War, which uh, ended with the fall of Saigon in 1975, obviously cast a long shadow over the rest of the decade. Now, I have talked about the Watergate scandal before, so I don't want to go on about it too much. Now, if you do want to uh, listen to it, um, if you look through the previous podcasts as well, I've done exclusively, exclusively sorry, on Richard Nixon, which should um, bring you up to speed uh, on it. Suffice to say that the Watergate scandal itself has a tremendous impact on US politics. It had a huge impact on the Republican Party. Nixon was actually uh, one of the more moderate figures within the Republican Party when it came to domestic policy. He was um, not uh, one of the far-right libertarian uh, economic figures like Goldwater. Um, he was certainly not as economically far-right as Reagan. He was no um, no liberal. He did not necessarily conform to the left end of the party. But he had a, uh, a, a reasonably um, centrist economic agenda. And with the fall of Nixon... Um, the road was open for more uh, right-wing, anti-statist, free-market figures like Ronald Reagan to emerge, who finally becomes 
the next uh, elected Republican president, obviously Gerald Ford leads on from Nixon, but the next elected Republican president in 1980. The prestige of the office of president is dented. The um, overall suspicion with which Americans held politicians had been a, a feature not just of the 20th but also of the 19th century. So like um, perhaps like the United Kingdom, it's uh, a, a very active part of American political discourse, suspicion of politicians. The office of the president had always been something slightly different, however. People who were suspicious of their congressman or senator would very often give the president, irrespective if they were um, not Republican or Democratic, and they had a Republican or Democrat president, they would very often give the president the benefit of the doubt. There were um, uh, as many Republicans who mourned uh, John F. Kennedy and Franklin Roosevelt when they died as Democrats. It was um, the, the idea that the president was also commander-in-chief of the armed forces and therefore was a, a figure slightly removed, or should be slightly removed, from the wheeling and dealing um, and the disappointments and compromises of everyday political life. Well, this changes with um, the, uh, the fall of Nixon and the and ideas that had been developing since the 1930s about the growth in power of the presidency and um, the, uh, the executive branch in general um, were, became far more prevalent, far more mainstream following the, the fall of Nixon. Uh, the idea that one day America, you know, in flying in the face of what the founding fathers had said, one day America might possibly get a tyrant. Um, and the, uh, in the aftermath, the fallout from Watergate, Congress passes laws to limit uh, presidential powers. For example, the War Powers Act of 1973 meant that um, the president had limited powers to take the country to war. I don't believe that this was solely directed at Nixon, however. I believe that this was also a nod towards Lyndon Johnson, who had, obviously in 1964, with the Gulf of Tonkin resolution, taken America into fully-fledged war, fully-blown war in Vietnam. Um, the Ethics in Government Act of 1978 said that the, it was possible to have a special prosecutor to investigate alleged presidential wrongdoings, as Bill Clinton found out uh, over the Monica Lewinsky affair uh, towards the end of his presidency. Um, and this, you know, arguably is wildly misused by the Republican Party uh, against Clinton and, um, again, is, is a, a device used to, to uh, bring um, political deadlock and capital help. Um, and so Congress was not willing to um, let not just Nixon off the hook, but the Office of Presidency off the hook. And the, what they wanted, um, particularly the Democrats, they wanted to present, prevent the possibility of there being uh, an imperial presidency, a, um, a president who was capable not just of waging war around the world, but also of undermining the Constitution itself. 
And you get, interestingly, Jerry Ford and Jimmy Carter are two very different characters. Ford made almost a virtue out of his um, understated role within the White House as vice president. As we all know, vice president is something of a non-role within any president's administration. And no vice president is actually ever expected to make it into the Oval Office. Um, he said that he was really there as a kind of a, a safe hand on the wheel, um, not a uh, powerful, imposing figure. And he believed that that's what uh, America certainly didn't want that. Conspiracy theorists, who, let's face it, might not have been quite so conspiratorial, um, were shocked, outraged and angered when uh, one of Jerry Ford's first acts was to pardon Nixon. Um, and this tainted the, um, the, the Ford administration in the eyes of a great many Americans who were horrified by Nixon's actions, and that, the, that Nixon had managed to avoid trial. Uh, no further action was taken against him meant that um, there were many Americans who ceased believing that um, the president was bound by the same laws that they were, which is a fundamental plank of uh, American uh, civic and political life and uh, the philosophy behind which supposedly the republic is anchored. Um, Ford wanted to be conciliatory with the Democrats and wanted to have a, a partnership with them. He um, wanted to, he offered to testify before Congress um, about the uh, offer of a pardon to Nixon. But at this point, because of the pardon, there is no trust from the Democrats and any chance he hoped for of having a, 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 a non-partisan uh, relationship with the Democrat Party crumbles at that point. The Democrats were obviously hoping that they would have Nixon's scalp, and I'm you know, really feeling quite cheated that they never get it. The office of the presidency is obviously, as we know, fundamentally undermined, and Ford doesn't really do much to um, uh, reinforce, to, to rescue this with, with the, the, the pardon. Ford becomes something of a figure of fun in the press. Not only is he unelected, uh, because he has simply been um, appointed uh, from vice, the vice presidency to the presidency, um, also his informality, his informal style, and his uh, ability to generate magnificent gaffes on the television uh, are um, become the, the subject of uh, kind of popular amusement, um, and he's depicted in all sorts of unflattering ways as a kind of a, a clown um, and uh, a, a fool. Um, he is indecisive. Um, he was um, unable to articulate a clear position on things like, such as taxation and the economy. And this is a time when America is going through some serious economic pain in the mid-1970s. The mid um, and he was unable to deal with America's problems in the 1970s, with, particularly with inflation and the stagnating economy. An interesting statistic about the 1976 presidential election was that um, Jerry Ford, was, uh, who lost, 
um, was viewed by 76% of Americans as not having presidential qualities. However, Jimmy Carter, who won, was viewed by 80% of Americans as not having presidential qualities. So more Americans voted for Jimmy Carter, um, and at the same time, more Americans did not believe that he had what it took to be a president. So in many ways, you know, what we can learn from this is that there was a large number of Americans that wanted a man in office that didn't have presidential qualities, partly because what were perceived as presidential qualities had become so tainted by the actions of Richard Nixon. The uh, Jimmy Carter was almost the antithesis of Nixon. Um, he was um, a Washington um, outsider. He was not tainted by the kind of the, the goings on of um, the Watergate scandal. Obviously, he's a, a, a Democrat, and um, Nixon was a Republican. But also, more, more fundamentally than that. He wasn't seen as being kind of an elite figure um, and was sort of free of an overall sense that both parties were as bad as each other when it came to uh, propriety. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. ...and transparency. Carter may have been the antithesis of Richard Nixon, but he was also the antithesis of Lyndon B. Johnson because he was terrible at mastering the legislative process. He could not control either of the houses. He, in particular... Um, the Democrat Congress was something that slipped through his, his, his grasp. 
the um, ability of Lyndon Johnson to get through the 1965 Voting Rights Act, for example, shows you that despite what you may think of him, he was a supreme political operator and could twist arms, flatter and bully and get things done. Jimmy Carter is, is none of these things. A, a very um, high-minded, idealistic and um, on, ultimately honourable guy who um, went on television during his presidency to tell Americans that they could not con continue consuming the world's resources at a rate in which they were doing so. And also that the America had become too materialistic and too selfish and too greedy. Um, and you know, these are not the kinds of things that voters like to hear. You know, This is potentially... Um, electorally harmful, but he knew these things had to had to be said and went on and, and said them anyway. Um, so really, um, quite a, an anomalous figure. The uh, shock defeat in Vietnam, really, which begins in 1973 with Nixon signing the Paris Accords, and then two years later the final fall of Saigon which was um, the, the last humiliation, in a way, as uh, Huey helicopters lifted uh, desperate uh, evacuees from the roof of the US Embassy. This was followed by an even, potentially even greater humiliation in 1979. In 1978, um, the uh, Shah of Iran, one of America's uh, clients in the Middle East, was overthrown by an Islamic revolution and the Ayatollah Khomeini was installed in his stead, and the and Iran becomes an Islamic Republic. In 1979, the U.S. Embassy in Tehran is stormed, and 60 American hostages are seized um, because Jimmy Carter had allowed the Shah of Iran to uh, receive cancer treatment in America. They wanted the Shah of Iran returned to face trial and no doubt execution. And the um, disaster increases for America when um, the uh, failure to release the hostages is um, to negotiate their release is compounded by a special forces raid which crashes in the desert. I have it on reliable authority from a former US serviceman that the disaster happened when um, two US transport planes in the desert were waiting for helicopters to land and one of the um, ground crew directing batons, uh, the luminous batons, pointed in the wrong direction and aircrafts collided and kaboom. That might be an apocryphal tale, so don't put it in your essays, but anyway. The um, uh, the uh, loss of life in the Iranian desert of American servicemen was a propaganda gull, probably gift to uh, the new um, Islamic Republic, and the bodies of dead, um, burned U.S. servicemen being dragged through the streets of Tehran shocked and horrified um, Americans as they were broadcast around the world. Um, the um, administration was utterly humiliated. The Carter eventually managed to um, free the hostages, but
but only after, but they only were freed following the election of Ronald Reagan, uh, who obviously takes credit for the uh, for the, 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 the freeing of them. So this international calamity, which um, caused Americans to believe yet further that America's status in the world had been eroded, handed this genial Hollywood actor, Ronald Reagan, and a, a, a spectacular gift in the election campaign. The earnest and very religious um, and uh, very um, moralistic Carter uh, couldn't compete with Ronald Reagan, who was described as, as the, the great communicator. And um, in the election of 1980, a huge number of American voters simply stay home, 47%. In comparative terms, this is a, um, a huge decline in democratic engagement. Um, and the Democrats start to lose part of their core support, um, the, the working class, who begin to look upon uh, Jimmy Carter as the kind of high-minded liberal class, liberal sort of middle-class hero that they hate, um, and somebody who is so self-righteous that they are weak and indecisive. There were, in 1979, the percentage of Americans that thought that the American government would uh, do what is right for most of the time um, had declined to 29%. Now, Ten years earlier, it was 56%. The percentage of Americans who believed that government officials were clever and smart and knew what to do, again, had declined from 69% in 1969 to 29% in 1979. So the, the 1970s had seen this huge decline in trust, and it wasn't just about Nixon, it was about Ford and Carter as well. The three of the combination of the three of them, plus the Vietnam War, plus the ongoing problems in the American economy with inflation had led to this corrosion in belief in government. And it really helps us to understand the appeal of Ronald Reagan. The, um, it also helps us to understand where a lot of these political energies go. The um, re retreat from direct engagement with mainstream two-party political um, discourse uh, sees a lot of these energies go into new areas of um, political organisation like the environmental movement and obviously the uh, revival in uh, fundamentalist Christianity across America and a very militant politicised Christianity at that. This perhaps explains some of the political landscape in America in the 1980s, the development of single-issue politics such as feminism or gay politics. Of course, there were uh, radical antecedents of both these, um, uh, both these uh, developments in political ideas um, throughout the, from the 1960s and various liberation movements, but it shows 
why it was that um, they become greatly energised in the, uh, the 1980s. The 1970s had taught a great many Americans that political engagement, traditional political engagement, was meaningless and irrelevant um, and had seen this um, drift. I think, however, that the underlying economic picture also tells us something really important. Poverty in America grew throughout the 1970s. Poverty had been in retreat throughout the 1950s and the first half of the 1960s and had been and begins to really increase um, from the uh, late 60s and early 70s onwards. The proportion of US citizens living below the poverty line grew from 11.2% in 1974 to 12.5% in 1976, and included half of all black female um, heads of the households. Um, again, this is, does not bode well for the Democrat Party. Um, the growth of food stamp, um, uh, food stamp users uh, increased from 18.5 million in 1976 to 20 million in 1980, and again, it's, it's black families who are bear the uh, majority of this burden. And in addition to that, uh, unemployment grew um, from 6.5% in December 74 to 8.9% in May 75. Um, and a new, uh, heavy, a new and uh, insecure. Um, service sector grew. Um, this is uh, anything from um, the uh, fast food industry through to data processing and the kinds of jobs that came in to replace heavy manufacturing as that started to decline. Um, the increase, uh, the, the death of the car industry in Detroit begins in the 1970s. Um, and it's very difficult for guys who, who, and it's mainly guys at this point, um, who had worked in um, heavy industry throughout much of their lives, to retrain. Um, the labour market mobility doesn't quite work like that. Um, and so um, the, the uh, social safety net that exists in the guise of things like uh, federal minimum wages, um, gradually increases, but not in line with inflation, which is obviously galloping throughout the 1970s. And the, the kind of, the often discussed crisis of America's middle classes um, begins um, at this point, or certainly takes a, a, a fundamental step forward throughout the 1970s. So there was a, a feeling, really, that it didn't matter which party was in power, that whatever occurred, nothing could be done to address the gradual decline in America's foreign policy fortunes, America's economic fortunes, and the decline in trust of America's executive. Anyway, thanks very much. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast, and I'll catch you uh, on the next Explaining History podcast. Bye-bye. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.